Our scripture this morning comes from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness so that everyone who belongs to God may be proficient, equipped for every good work. This is the word of the Lord. So back in the day, when I worked for Cracker Barrel, I worked with a guy who and I became close friends with, and still is to this day. He and I always had the exact same schedule, being at 5 a.m. to open the store and leave around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Our friendship took off, and soon we had developed a tradition of hanging out together on Tuesday nights at his house. If it was warm outside, we'd sit outside by a fire. When it was cold, we'd sit in this tiny shed, literally built for two people. We would sit and shoot the breeze and listen to music together. And so oftentimes when we'd hang out, we would just start thinking about the most random things. And when you get two good friends together for any long period of time, some of the most random thoughts can come across your brain and you together can solve the world's problems. <laughs> Sometimes though, we would start talking about the most random things. And one time my friend and I decided that it was time to break down just how many biscuits I had made over the last eight years at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> so we got our pencils out, we got a piece of paper and we was like, okay, every 15 minutes over an eight hour shift, 40 hours a week, 24 biscuits a pan, three pans, eight years, not counting days off, and certain holidays, carry the one, subtract the nine. It was a lot. <laughs> After we tallied up that score, we started to think even deeper on counting things that have happened in our life. And one of us asked, what about decisions? How many decisions have we made in our entire lives up to this point? You think about just this morning. You've decided to wake up. You decided to get dressed. You decided to come to church. You may have decided to have breakfast. You may have decided to brush your teeth. You may have decided to use the gas pedal. You may have decided to use the brake. You may have decided to park your car. You may have decided to come to church. You may have decided to sit with your family. You have decided to get your picture taken out front. You have decided to put a boutonniere on your shirt. You have decided to be here as the body of Christ. Small decisions, medium decisions, large decisions, and of course, life-altering decisions. Small ones being, what should I have for breakfast? Medium decisions being, I'm on E, should I get gas? The large decisions, do we buy this home? And of course, the life-altering decisions, should we get cheesy bread, <laughs> stuffed crust, or thin? No, in all seriousness, it is the life-altering decisions that can change our trajectories. Those decisions that we can look back on years down the road and say to ourselves, that's when it all changed. Now everybody has their definition 
of what a life-altering decision is because many decisions, either small, medium, or large, can become life-altering. It honestly just depends on everyone's story. I decided to go to church on a random February morning in 2014. Ten days later, I was in youth ministry. One thing that I always think about was just how I felt that morning and feeling that God had decided for me. God had changed my way of thinking. And in turn, many and new exciting things were on the horizon. And for those next nine years, up to today, I can look back on that random February morning where I just decided to go to church. All those things that happened to me since then, making the decision to go into ministry and up to this point, I can always think that God was the center. Not only that, but I can think about the who who have been in my life that have taught me different things about my faith and helped me on this journey from a greasy, stubby 12-year-old kid to now. And when I was a kid in my home church, I heard it all the time. Toby, you should join the church. Toby, you should get confirmed. And unfortunately, I had no idea what confirmation was back then. I came to youth group on Sunday nights, and that was it. I went to many camps and conferences, and attended mission trips, and I had amazing friends who showed me so much about my faith, yet I still did not get confirmed. God was speaking to me through those other people. However, I decided to not listen. I wish I had listened. And I've told you six in class that I wish I had had your brain at 15 and 16 years old because at this age, you have made the decision that will hopefully change your life. In today's scripture readings, we see the Apostle Paul directing Timothy while Paul is on his last dying breath. Even before the scriptures from 15 and 16 this morning, it's important to go back to 14 where Timothy tells, or Paul tells Timothy to remember who has helped him along in his faith. He mentions Timothy's grandmother and mother, Paul himself, as well as some of the elders in the area. These people guided and taught Timothy through his upbringing to make sure that he knew that God's word was the ultimate inspiration in any tough task or decision that lie ahead. And looking into the verses 15 and 16 from this morning, we see that Paul takes the time to tell Timothy to never forget that all of Scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, correction, and for training in righteousness so that everyone who belongs to God will know exactly what to do in any de decisions that they make and any good work that they do. Paul tells Timothy that returning to the scriptures will inspire, equip, and teach you in everything that you do and every decision that you make. You see, some of the decisions that you make in your life are going to be easy. Piece of cake. At the same time, some of those decisions are going to be difficult. 
Sometimes those decisions will bring on great joy, but can also bring on great pain. Some decisions that we make are going to be the right decisions, and sometimes you're going to make the wrong decision. Sometimes you'll have to make a decision that does not benefit you, but benefits someone else. I think that the ancient theologian Augustine said it best when he said, when we have gone wrong, we don't make scripture out to be wrong because it continues to stand up right and straight so that we may return to it for correction. Always make the decision to return to God's word in any situation. Now here you are, making what I think is a life-altering decision. This is one of those decisions that is totally good. You six are making the decision to follow your faith, deciding to believe that God is, according to our Presbyterian Book of Order, the epitome of holiness, awesomeness, and all sovereign, meaning ruler of all creation, who through Jesus, and the power of the Holy Spirit that creates, sustains, rules, and redeems the world in freedom of righteousness and love. You are choosing in all things to return to God, return to Christ, and return to the Holy Spirit to guide you through all of the main decisions that lay in front of you as you walk through this life. The scriptures will never tell us that we are saved by our own thinking. We must always remember that it is only through God that we are saved. Your decisions after today, for better or for worse, and throughout your life are better off if you always return to God's word for inspiration, correction, love and righteousness. When you build the habit of returning to God in all the things that you do in your future, you are choosing to lead the exact life that God has intended for you. Always decide to let the scriptures equip you. Always decide to let the scriptures inspire you and always decide to let the scriptures teach you in everything that you do. Let us pray. Lord, we come to you today with six of the most awesome kids. We come to you with so much happiness that these youth have decided to take the step to follow their faith